0: With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey everybody, I am here with Scheduling Note. Today's episode would normally be a full-length core episode of the show, but due to a holiday, we are switching up the order this week. So there's going to be a short Artifact episode today, and then full-length episodes will air on Wednesday and Thursday of this week. And now, on to the episode. Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, my name is Joe McCormick, and this is The Artifact, a short-form series from Stuff to Blow Your Mind, focusing on particular objects, ideas, and moments in time. In the year 1620, the English philosopher Sir Francis Bacon published a book called Novum Organum, in which he described a program for investigating the world through empiricism and organized inductive reasoning. As an example of how to employ his new method, Bacon discusses at length the physical phenomenon of heat, cataloging examples of heat in nature, but also what he calls, quote, proximate instances wanting the nature of heat. In other words, situations where other phenomena observed alongside heat in nature are witnessed, but without the heat. For example, the moon and the stars shine with light that's bright like sunlight, but not hot like sunlight, and so forth. But here, in one paragraph, Bacon starts to list more anomalous sources of cold light. He mentions a kind of light, quote, "...which in some well-authenticated and serious histories is said to have appeared around the head and hair of boys and virgins, and instead of burning their hair, merely to have played about it." He also explains with great confidence that in times of darkness or damp weather, a sweaty horse will emit flashes of light. He writes, In like manner, sea and salt water is sometimes found to shine at night when struck violently by the oar. The foam of the sea, when agitated by tempests, also sparkles at night. And the Spaniards call this appearance the sea's lungs. While I don't know what to make of the claim that sometimes sweaty horses glow, or that the ocean will shine with the slap of an oar, there is one claim in this passage that sounds just as weird as the rest, and yet it is entirely true and exhaustively verified. Bacon writes, quote, It is well known that all sugar, whether candied or plain, if it be hard, will sparkle when broken or scraped in the dark. The fact that sugar glows when scraped or crushed is now a well-documented phenomenon. You might have even seen it yourself by smashing Wintogreen lifesavers with a hammer or throwing a bunch of sugar cubes into a blender. When you smash the sugar, it releases pops of ghostly light, often blue in color. This phenomenon is an example of what's called triboluminescence, a light that is emitted when certain substances are mechanically stimulated by, for example, rubbing, crushing, scraping, or tearing apart. Many of these substances are crystalline in nature, like sugar. Quartz crystals often begin to glow when rubbed together rapidly in a darkened room. Several studies on triboluminescence in quartz mention a type of artifact used by some of the Ute people of Colorado, which was a type of rattle made from translucent buffalo rawhide filled with quartz pebbles, which would allegedly glow with triboluminescence when shaken at night as the pebbles inside smashed against one another. But there are other, stranger sources of triboluminescence. You can sometimes see a rolling line of blue sparks by peeling adhesive tape off of a roll, or peeling an adhesive bandage envelope apart in very low light. Despite the fact that triboluminescence has been observed for hundreds or even thousands of years, the physical mechanisms leading to the emission of light are still not fully understood, and there's no universal theory that explains all instances. But we know some things... Triboluminescence seems to be especially common in crystals with an asymmetric structure. A common explanation given is that when the crystals are fractured, many electrons are actually ripped away from their atomic nuclei, generating an electrical field. The electric charge difference is neutralized when these free electrons eventually rejoin with atoms across the fracture gap, leading to the emission of light. In some cases, triboluminescence seems to depend on the gases surrounding the material. The familiar blue glow of crushed sugar can be turned red if you do the crushing in a sealed container filled with neon gas, indicating that the blue light, in this case, has to do with the emission spectra of the nitrogen that makes up most of our air. So when sugar glows blue, the blue light is probably caused when nitrogen molecules in the atmosphere are excited by electrical discharge from the cracking sugar crystals. As the nitrogen atoms fall back down to their ground state, they emit photons at frequencies that include some visible blue light, almost like lightning in the cracks of the candy. And before I finish, I wanna say, if anyone has any insight on the glowing sweaty horse, you have our email address. Tune in to new editions of The Artifact every Wednesday, hosted either by Robert or myself. As always, you can email us at contact at Stuff to Blow Your Mind is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Today's episode is brought to you by Visible.